Welcome to the PDR Workshop Podcast, where we provide information about the paintless dent removal process, anywhere from the best business practices, tech tips, and even tool recommendations. Don't forget, you can always join us and engage with the community during our live show every Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. Thank you for listening and enjoy. All right, I want to welcome everybody to tonight's PDR Workshop live show. We have John from Mobile Tech RX joining us today. Um, And of course, Dave O from Windy City Dent Repair. So like always, we start off with tools. John, we know you're out of the pushing game temporarily. Uh, I have a Samsung tablet. (laughs) <laughs> my new my new tool now no matter how hard i hit a car with it the only thing it does is put dents in there but... <laughs> let me tell you this you're a fan of apple but you got a samsung tablet how, how uh, well uh you because we're on everything you have to try everything else out you know and it's um and this we actually picked up from one of our uh our users and one of our customers down in Colorado when I was down there doing a show. So it was just snag that up and, and put the app on it and see what our users are seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention while well, before we got the Android rollout here on the redesign, I was doing a lot of walkthroughs with our customers and having to do Apple to Android, but try to remember what Android looked like from an Apple device was not, not working for me. Wow. <laughs> So quickly, which one do you prefer, though? Um, uh, really, when it comes to the two tablets, they're both very similar. What I like about Apple is simplicity. Okay. Right. Okay. Apple is Apple. You can't do much with Apple. Apple is proprietary on on what it has, and Android is kind of like build it yourself. So. Uh, one of the things that I, I, but the Samsung tab S four that I have, that's a phenomenal tablet. And I've, I've really heard really, really good things about the new Samsung, uh, S 10 phone. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're an Android person and you, everybody's probably already geeked out on that S 10, it's supposed to be the baddest phone Samsung has ever made. Yeah. Yeah. I have not messed with Android since honestly, the Motorola days, so. though. <laughs> that was what that, that Motorola. <laughs> that old Motorola. I had an Droid Z. I think that was my last. That that phone made me so mad. I moved to Apple. <laughs> Actually, I'm still going. I had the Pixel or Pixel Two, whichever one they're on right now. I had the one before mm. that. It's actually a very good phone, but like you said, the the Android itself is a little buggy for me. Well, one of the things with Android is you can do anything as long as you know where to go find the app to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. And, but that's what the Android users really, really like about it is they get to do anything. Whereas Apple really limits what you can do. Yeah. Uh, But I'm getting to the age and the frustration level of devices where (laughs) I don't want to play with the stupid thing anymore. (laughs) When I'm done with my day, I'm thinking, you know what? I'm going to go dig a hole in my yard just so I could do something different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go back on the tools here. Um, just quickly. Oh, I see a hatch chair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that thing's the bomb. I got one of those early on. And, and I actually use it for doors because I don't have the XL version of the doors. Um, so uh, this prop and lock from B and D tools uh is amazing um when you're taking out like sharp dents or anything where you just do not need any movement on that panel this is the this is my go-to uh latching system uh so it's adjustable very nice design i wish this was a little longer or this um kind of foot will come down even further probably this would just be a little longer yeah but it it you pull out and it extends like i said i use this for doors um, it's only filled me one time where the latch here was just yeah. too short. Okay. Um, at least on the door, on the hood, it, it struggles with the Fords. They have that like kind of Z type hood latch. But other than that, um, you just lock it down on this side, tighten it up, 
and you're you're good to go. Very strong device. Now, did you know you could get those customized with your name on them? No, I did not. <laughs> I, uh, I talked with Mike at BND Tools, and you have to call Mike. You know, if if you order it through Anson, um, you're just going to get the plain one. But if you call BND Tools and order it direct from him, he'll give you the character limits, and there is an additional charge. Um, but you can get it customized with your company name on it. And a nice thing That's about interesting. You, this in the car, you have a better chance of someone going, oh, okay, it's from, let me call yeah. Johnny or whatever from such and such company. That's our dent guy because they're not going to know what this is. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so my second tool I get asked all the time, it's just a propane, flameless, hot air, hot air gun. So that's on. Uh, hopefully you guys are not getting blown out from the noise. <laughs> it is the flameless hot air um, heat gun. You get it on Amazon, I think. Um, get a grip sells it, providing the same price. So if you're interested in a little get a grip mechanism that attaches to um, a pole or anything, uh, or a suction cup, then go on getagrip.com or getagripnow. I think .com. Correct. He sells them so. Propane lasts a lot longer. I probably go through a propane tank a month. Uh, so for $6, I think, it's not bad. <laughs> John, you don't use any of this stuff, right? Even in South Dakota? <laughs> I, I always carried a heat gun with me and used a, a heat gun because I'm a weenie and I work indoors. <laughs> so there was always an outlet somewhere within my 50-foot extension cord. But, uh, but those new those things are, man. That's truly a cordless item. I mean, that yeah. it's a bit more efficient than than the uh, the heat gun. And I'll be honest, I used a Harbor Freight heat gun, so the likelihood of mine catching on fire was far greater than yours. <laughs> I mean, they're no better than the Porter cable. I mean, mine's already rattling. Something's loose already in there. So I have, I'm a, it's a ticking time bomb. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It was always uh it was it was like roulette every time I plugged in my heat gun. It was like, well, is she going up in smoke this week or are we heat the panel? <laughs> oh man, I think that's the only I was just thinking about that. I was like, that is the only item I probably bought like four or five of them in my career. PDR tool time says he uses the reflection of his skin <laughs> off of his skin. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one from my shiny personality <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's get into the topic which we don't have but we want to um you know talk about john your position at mobile tech rx you know some changes with the mobile tech rx so let's start off with kind of your background john you know, uh, what have you been doing for the last, I think, 20 some odd years? And how did you get into Mobile Tech RX? Well, I uh, I started in the automotive business actually as a young kid. My dad was a body man. I grew up in a body shop. Some of my youngest memories are sitting on the roof of a car, sanding it with sandpaper. So body work has been in my blood, my life Um Forever. I got my driver's license at 14 and I rebought my first truck only a few months later and started fixing that up. So fixing cars was always a thing for me, but I loved metalwork and that led me into paintless dent repair pretty heavily. Uh, then I love travel and paintless dent repair allows for both. As a hail guy, I got to be the hail guy and my wife and I got to live in an RV for the last 10 years and we drove coast to coast chasing hailstorms. And in 2015, I met up with Eric Garves and Damon Simmons, and they had just started Mobile Tech RX. And they had me come in and work for them as a uh, as a subcontractor. And then we just kind of joined forces. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And then uh, January 1st, I shut down my hail company and went to work full-time for mobile tech rx so right now i'm just like the public liaison <laughs> how, how, uh, how has that transition been so far i know it's, it's okay but 
these computers don't like it when I hit them with a hammer, you know. <laughs> and and I and they really get upset when I poke them with a stick. You know, you just you get in there with your dent rod and you just try to clean house on a computer. It's just not the same. Not gonna work out too well. <laughs> but no, I really I I really enjoy interacting with our customers, uh, our our client our clients, and also I get to pass along the the knowledge that they pass along to me. Uh, to our users, we get to discuss different ideas for estimating, uh, how to make it work in the field, how to write a, a clear estimate, how to make it clear what we can do on our end to improve things and clean it up and make it smoother, faster. Um, for those of you that have been through the major change that has been this year with mobile tech, that comes about from data, the requirement of data from users. And everybody wants more information, more information available right at your fingertips. Uh, and it come, comes at a price of storage and a, and a way to get it out there. So Nice. So for some people who don't know about Mobile Tech Rx, you know, what solutions uh, does your software kind of provide for uh, us guys and a company <laughs> like us well for uh basically auto recon companies what we provide is like i said data something that backs up as much information as you're going to want to to have out there from paintless dent repair we bring the specialty of of working knowledge we understand what it's like to be out in the field we try to make a quick software that's easy to reference as well as uh, some of the best, most flexible pricing you're going to find in an estimating system ever. So. How do you guys decide what to roll out next based off of that data? Do, is it just based strictly based off that data? And then you guys, the team kind of gets together and says, okay, well, maybe this is kind of the direction we need to go. Um, or do you just have features that you um, already have on a whiteboard that you're just checking off and you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, combination of both user input really dictates a lot. You know, when I was in the field using it all the time, I was like, I want this, I want this. I'm part owner. Give yeah. me this. You know, and it was like, ah, I'd be overruled by, you know, 2,500 people that, that wanted something different, you know, as, as users. So yeah, at all times, there is actually a revolving um, set of pages that we all work off of and keep it going uh, and keep it updated with emergency stuff. Hey, this is needed right now. And then we have a list of programming that generally spans six or seven months in advance at all times so there's it's generally five pages long or longer and it stayed that way for our entire existence it's never gotten shorter so with, with the analytics that you've uh received to change make those different features uh come about uh what have you noticed that was kind of surprising kind of alarming um that you were like wow i didn't even think of that would be a good option but put my my request to the you know back burner and let's start there like what were some of the weirdest things uh, i'll be honest okay the biggest thing out there that ever happened that i thought was very gimmicky was the price of dent the large dent calculators <laughs> um when we first started putting it together i was like no it's never gonna work and then yeah it it ultimately did i was wrong <laughs> I admit it. I was straight up wrong about large dent calculators and just the, the world that we changed involving that um, because it was, it was insane. The feedback that we got after we let it out there and people talking about getting two, three, four, $500 more on big side smashes than what they used to get. Ah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it truly was a huge changer for the whole market. I know at the beginning, um, at least the reason why I changed was just like you said, the simplicity, the data um, that I can always have uh, if, I, if the customer comes back. But um, what are some of the, um, the reasons that you're hearing of people kind of switching off either paper or other apps? Like what are some of the biggest uh, uh, perks of your, of your, of the app? Actually, it's not even an app. It's like a full, software because it has a, a back office that is amazing i mean um we're able to run three shops with it so 
Well, that's uh, yeah, it's expanding. Actually, what what the the biggest changes is user friendliness in the field. Um, okay. That's where most other softwares, if you've used any other software, uh, the biggest change that we get and people coming to us is just user friendliness in the software itself. So it makes things faster. If it's friendly, it's easy and more, you know, more upfront with how your charges and you're able to display it out. People are able to uh, collect what they want faster and better and just user friendly. The number one reason for getting off of paper is it's paper. Um, (laughs) You know, you know, you're running three shops. Now think about it. We've got some people with uh, 10 and 15 employees and trying to keep track of all that paperwork. It's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Your app makes it very nice. Uh, My uh, employees, they can actually look at any given time and see kind of the money that they are going to be, uh, you know, making for that week. Uh, So they can determine whether to hustle hard or, oh, I made a good, you know, I know what my check is going to be this, this week. So (laughs) we hear that good, you know, we hear that back from a lot of employees or that, uh, they're, they check their reports. They they can run their own reports and see where their pay is at every week, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, they generally start turning over better numbers because they see that they're getting closer to whatever their goal is Mm -hmm. and, uh, push a little harder to achieve it. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Dave. Go ahead. Uh, so you mentioned the simplicity and getting away from the paperwork. Uh, and I'm sure a natural reaction that you that you get is, well, I don't know how to use, you know, these computers or these <laughs> devices. What's like your go to response for that? I mean, is there, um, you know, something that well, you are able to, to <laughs> kind of yeah, get them on board with? Actually, um, yeah. One of the first things that uh, I've had a guy right about my age, I'm in my mid 40s. And he's like, I can't understand these things. And I, I, I'm like, look, I had a guy who was in his upper 60s sign up for Mobile Tech RX. I sat down with him, showed him how to use the app for half an hour, and he ran an entire hailstorm with it right afterwards. And he didn't even own any other computer. Wow. <laughs> he had to... In fact, when he went to buy his tablet, he he had gotten my phone number and talked to me on the phone before he bought it. He went to the store and he had the gal work in the counter call me to buy the tablet. Yikes. That is how little he knew. And he was able to run a whole storm after, uh, I think I spent a total hour with him over the course of three or four weeks. That was it. Wow. And it's like, if he can learn that, anybody can so wow that's amazing yeah you're, you're absolutely right well i'm gonna see if you can come down and train my dad because uh <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> his flip phone i just got him a little, little uh touch phone you know uh, iphone and woo, uh, i'm getting calls every day <laughs> <laughs> my my idea of retirement is going back to a flip phone if i can get one with a rotary dial that's where that's where I'm going when I retire. Rotary dial phone. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm 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 with you. A pager, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Page me. I'll pay for you back. <laughs> yeah. so, uh so Jay, you've been with mobile tech now for a couple of years. Um, what's like a typical day for you? Oh, right now, uh, one of the first things I do is I check in on Facebook and uh interact with our customers there. There's generally somebody asking a question somewhere. Um, the other thing is I'm trying to do a lot of the new tutorial videos. So I'm coordinating those with other people as well as learning video editing software. Uh, that's, that's a, that's an uphill learn curve for John. So, but I, I am getting it. I'm, I'm having some fun. I'm learning some stuff. I shared the story that with you guys that I learned how to Photoshop a, uh, a letter in on a video once. So I'm up to like 1996 level of computer <laughs> operation now. So I'm really killing it. Just getting faster. Uh, the other thing is I do a lot of, uh, I try to do some testing and get in there and find things when people are saying that they're having a problem. I try to work with them, uh, whether it's on a phone call or through a zoom meeting and try to get down the exact process of what that problem is and relay that to our team so that they can get in and fix it. Um, uh, and then I'm 
bouncing around trying to do uh, live training things um, at the different shows. We were just at the uh, 300 Hail Expo in St. Louis, and I spoke there. I uh, do the mega medias. We're going to be doing all of the trade shows, the big, big trade shows. So, yeah. We have a question that came in from appearance reconditioning. It says, will mobile tech RX have interior repairs added anytime soon? Yes. Um, it, in fact, they would have already been uh, being in there if we hadn't had all the bugs on the redesign. <laughs> what so, <laughs> so interior, what we're doing is we're getting everything stabilized right now. And I think um, that interior and detail screens are actually in programming at the moment. So screens were designed and they were on hold until we got everything kind of settled down from the redesign. And from programming, uh, when will it kind of be in the consumer's, um, you know, update? That's that's the $64 million question. <laughs> I always tease our programmers that that for them, uh, soon is any day that ends in Y. And, <laughs> um, we're trying but, to do a little deeper level testing. And uh, we knew there was going to be some bugs, especially in such a huge rollout. But that's our the testing stuff that we're getting set up should roll these things out a lot faster. So, yeah, you're going to see detail and interior stuff coming very, very soon. Yeah, one of our viewers said they really like the new mobile tech update. A uh, little bit of a learning curve. And, uh, and obviously the tutorial videos are going to be helping with that. But you do offer right now webinars, correct? Yeah. Every Tuesday at noon, Mountain Standard Time, we do a live webinar. And it you can uh, if you get it in the email, you can register or you can just go to the Mobile Tech RX Facebook page and watch it live on Facebook. They are all recorded and kept on our YouTube channel and on our Facebook page. So they're and then they're getting tied into the actual tutorial section in the back of the app where the recordings will be available right within the app. Now I just checked today and they're not there yet, but they are attached to our website. So the, those guys are getting that stuff added in. There's about 20 videos in there. I think all told right now. So with the redesign, have you noticed it easier to train people on how to use the app though? Like if someone was fresh that came in right now, is that an easier, like the learning curve is a lot easier now? Yeah, the learning curve is not as steep. And part of that is we eliminated a lot of the redundant steps of the old system. I mean, the old system was great and it was smooth, but we had a lot of redundancy in there and it it had been programmed in. Uh, and the workaround on that was not easy. And that's the flexibility that we built in the redesign was a, a major uh, major moving factor of the redesign was the amount of data that people were, were wanting from an estimating system. Like we've got ties into the OEM procedures. Um, and those are just going to keep expanding as more and more of that information is available. And you got to make that available at somebody's fingertips. Mm -hmm. um, so all, all of that stuff kind of led into what, what did the redesign. And uh, looking back, the only thing that we feel that we could have improved upon was releasing information much sooner and prepping the public much sooner. So then the learning curve wasn't going to be quite so steep. So for our users, that is our, we apologize for the springing it on you. Um, and we should have, we should have been releasing stuff a lot sooner. And that was our, our own mistake. Yeah, it was kind of like you were Apple. Like y'all came out to the event, <laughs> like bam, we about to release the new update, and we're gonna be at the event, so no one's gonna be able to help y'all with it. <laughs> like, we that confident. <laughs> yeah, Apple all the way, right here. <laughs> that, that was a little egg on my face right there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that was a, that was a major learning curve on us, and that I guess that comes from. Us being dink guys. <laughs> I keep from some time. <laughs> you talk about redundancy. Um, I've noticed this too, but you have to hit crop to save the picture. It seems like you take the picture, it already cropped, and you gotta hit crop, and then you hit save. I'm like, whoa, why can't I just take the picture? Hit save. I don't really understand. That's going away. Okay. That's that's just gonna go away. Yes. Uh oh, you know, just to clarify that, yeah, that cropping thing is gonna go away. That was um that come about over uh, 
an idea that it was like, oh, you know, getting it to fit into this profile, that'll be fine. And then, no, it wasn't. So that's actually getting wiped out of it, and it'll be the full-size image. So. <laughs> nice. Uh, have you seen uh, the PDR industry change through the use of this app? Or, like, I mean, just obviously you guys are evolving. Have you seen the industry change due to, you know, your involvement in it and then also the evolution of your application or software um, again now it's not even an app anymore it's software like yeah, it's yeah, actual software yeah we've, i don't want to get the terminal i don't want to you know <laughs> yeah dumb um, you down it all no it's software uh yeah actually i guess that's it's really kind of a complex question but i would say ultimately yeah there's a there's a bit of of joint evolution there uh, the feedback from our users that begin using it is they saw a steep increase in their yearly overall sales. And part of that comes about from just using the device, period. You know, uh, uh, the, the world lives by a device, whether it's your tablet, your phone, everybody in our society, it is the new newspaper. You know, you look at that old photos from diners or the bus stop from the fifties and sixties and seventies and everybody had a newspaper and today it's all on their phones. So what we've noticed in the estimating world is when the phone and the tablets, what's given out that estimate, people aren't arguing as much, you know, when a guy, when, when a repair, when one of us goes outside and we look at a car and we go two fifty, they want to know where comes from <laughs> and how it comes up with 250 bucks <laughs> but when you put it into mobile tech rx and you put in that you have a six inch dent that is through you know uh 0.7 millimeters deep and it's going through a body line and it has a crown that has to be worked down yep. 250 seems very intelligent you know, and I would I would say that what we've seen is the ability that the change in the actual paintless dent repair market would be the level in which the the repairer communicates with his client, and that has come forward with Mobile Tech RX just in that same same perspective. When it comes to writing a hail estimate, more information is now on that estimate sheet. It looks more like what they expect to see when they go into a repair center. It's not some hand scribbles on a little cartoon car somewhere. It's laid out and it's broken down in very legible language with clear numbers on it. When it's a big door dent smash or a paint touch up on a bumper, anything like that, it's very clearly wrote out and and very well described in a professional manner when you're dealing with the public and it it helps kill some of that where did you come up with the eh from mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and i was guilty of that for years yeah so right. so i know we talked off the off uh, camera here and you were talking about uh, the insurance companies and how your involvement or the 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 software companies involvement within insurance companies um, you know, what is their feedback you've been receiving from them? Because there's a lot of, I won't call it markups, but a lot of, um, kind of ways you can kind of analyze a dent. Uh, like you said, depth, the crown, you know, buff scratches out, all that type of stuff adds to the bill. I mean, what are the feedback you're, you're receiving with, um, you know, insurance companies? Uh, are they coming more aware of this process or, or, or what? Well, the feedback we get from insurance companies are either I love you or I hate you. <laughs> so, um, but in the in the middle ground, I love you because we, we uh, again, just like I said before, everything comes out in a clear mannerism, you know, and you can define your charges and what it is that you need to be paid to do this repair and adjusters like that. And there's some adjusters that use us for the speed and the, the fact that they can go in, write a quick hail estimate and be thorough on it and then transfer it into a different system if needed for the home office. Um, and then there's some that want to blame us because other companies out there now have increased their rates. Uh, they're, they're no longer asking for $4 for a headliner. They now want their four hours for the <laughs> headliner, you know, so, and 
That's their problem, not really our problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's all a a matter of legitimate charges. So we see it. um, uh, Us as a company, I guess we don't really see any kickback hard from the insurance industry. You know, that's mostly the technicians in the field. And and one of the things I asked when I was a technician in the field, and I had an adjuster telling me, you know, we'll hear the, well, I've never heard of Mobile Tech RX, you know, and it's like, well, okay, if I wrote this in, say, CCC or Mitchell or Autotex, would there be no argument then? If, if, if our only argument is that we're not going to deal with the numbers on the page and the manufacturer of the system, well, which system do I have to use that pays me 100% every single time I write? Mm-hmm. And it, it that killed any argument with any adjuster because I'm like, I'll, I'll go get me a subscription. If you say you'll pay me 100% of what I put into CCC, every car is going to be 10 bucks from total loss. <laughs> Cause I know how to write in CCC and I know how to write in Mitchell and I know how to write in auto text. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if you're not going to address the numbers on the page and you only want to address the manufacturer of the, the software, well, then, then you'd obviously have no problem with the charges. So there's a lot of, uh, uh, information advancements and what uh, a paintless dent repair technician or any technician has to do. And I'm talking about like the pre and post scans. Um, I'm kind of new to it. Um, can you elaborate on how like your software may connect? Um, I don't know if you can add like PDF files of the pre and pro scans to keep uh, all the information there or anything in the future that, uh, or even what is pre and pro scans? <laughs> all that good stuff. Well, uh, yeah, uh, on, as far as some of that goes now, uh, as far as pre and post scanning, you know, for those that don't fully understand what that is, is it's not like the check engine light is on on the car. Uh, there are diagnostics trouble codes that can only be read from a deep level scan. They'll never put up a check engine light. But we're seeing it, you know, you, you've got all these cars on the road now with the sonar in the bumper, uh, F-150s have it in the taillights, GM has them on the taillights. You start unplugging even a taillight, you can trip one or two codes that are within the system that they know, the man, anybody that, that scans it at that deeper level knows that that taillight was removed. And how that falls in for PDRs, that was a taillight. Yeah. Or one of these new HID headlights. And now, if we take Honda and Subaru, both have their uh, driver assist systems come through the cameras on the rearview mirrors. So when you're in a hail situation and you drop the headliner and unplug that rearview mirror, you have to get all of that reset and rescanned. So uh, right now, the only thing you can do in Mobile Tech RX is we've got fields where you can input your charges for that pre-scanning and post-scanning. Okay. As far as taking and adding that, um, you, I, I would strongly urge everybody to understand your state law on this. Because when you do the scan, you as the repair technician have been given approval to do those repairs by that customer. However, the information involved in that scan belongs to that customer. Mm. So the information in that, you aren't necessarily free to share. And you're going to want to know your state laws for that, whether or not you can or cannot put that information in there. Whether or not you should, you could take easily take a photograph of the PDF that your scan tool puts out. But can you legally do that? You are going to want to know your state laws for okay. that. So this seems like this is a, just on the horizon. And, you know, I take out taillights pretty much on a daily basis and you know ford is a very popular car um like you said the hondas the headlights so i mean what is on the table for mobile tech rx is there like a warning um that will be kind of like a a a star by the taillight or something as as we look at rni times for this to say may need you know to be cleared or something Right now, it's still in in the talking phase, how how it could be done, how it could be put out there, how that information can be tied in, what is available from the manufacturer that says this, you know, right now, if you go into the resources section of Mobile Tech RX, you can find the OEM position statements on pre-scanning and post-scanning and use of aftermarket parts. 
the only information that we have in there is what is readily available to the public for free. Okay. So companies like Honda, you they, they are subscription-based. So it, it's tough for us to buy that because we can't publish it. You know, we would have no legal right to publish it. And if we got the rights to publish it, at that cost would have to get rolled in for every single user. Um, and that uh, the cost would just be out of this world. So as more and more of that gets released in this, into the general public, we're trying to make sure that we've got the space and the places to put it inside of Mobile Tech RX. Do, do you see this pre and pro scan actually just taking off? Like where it's just going to be something that's like mandatory in order to work on cars. Oh yeah, absolutely. For sure. Without a doubt. If you're not prepared for the change of what's coming down the line on these cars, uh, you're going to be in trouble. I, you know, you want to talk about something complicated. What about taking a trim panel off? Now, some manufacturers say that plastic piece behind the door panel, you know, that that's glued in there. Nissan's. Yeah. The Nissan. That's a one-time use piece. Yeah, You're supposed to, you're supposed to replace that on a lot of different manufacturers. And the reason for that is some of the side impact air sensors inside the doors use a, a pressure sensor. So when that door gets crushed in quickly in a collision, it changes the air pressure inside that door cavity and it sends off that airbag. Well, if you cut out that plastic part and don't get that put back exactly the way the manufacturer did, and that airbag doesn't deploy in its exact set of timing, you could be liable for it. Yeah. And that's the state law will probably talk yeah, about. Yeah, and, and and that's why I say you know, it's it's within everybody's best interest to understand your state laws and the the legal definitions for where you're at. And and that's something that couldn't be ever, you know, we couldn't ever break down all 50 states, uh Canada and and all of Europe, right. you know in mobile tech but so quick question as we're on the pre and pro scans what scanner has do you know is kind of you know a good a good fit for what we do just as of right now uh, for all manufacturers. oh boy um altel has one that i'm seeing good things snap-on seems to be really really good um but yeah i think it really comes down to snap-on and altel uh the matco i know they have one but i haven't heard as much good stuff about them or the altel and i think it's like uh a, a nine series in altel i don't have the number off the top of my head i know six but, or something yeah i think that's it the 906 okay and uh, okay so yeah those those are the two that i see talked about the most in all of the scan groups that i'm a member of yeah, I know one person shared the, that he had the front door taken apart and he needed to roll down the back window and all he would needed to do was just hook up his scanner, go into the scanner for the rear door, and it actually just rolled down from <laughs> from accessing, I guess, the computer of the car. I believe that was even a Ford, so that's, yeah, that's crazy. That's If you're going to really, if you're doing some, some high-level stuff, um, there's going to come a day where it's absolutely 100% necessary right now. It is a cover your butt type situation, you know, but it, it will come down where you have no choice. And it could be as simple as like the manufacturer, just like voiding your warranty because someone's already tampered with it. So, you know, speakers and stuff, cause it can sense, you know, speakers being disconnected and, you know, something yeah. regulator in the car just goes bad. 20,000 miles after you've worked on it. Oh, you know what? This door panel has been a part. The speaker has been out. Somebody's been inside this door panel. We're not covering it. And they, they're, the customer is going to know who it was. They're going to go right yeah. back to you. <laughs> um, all right. Well, get off that topic. Mobile Tech <laughs> RX. I know we, we are PDR guys and we talk a lot about the PDR industry. Probably a lot of people watching this is about the PDR. But what other, uh, you know, recon um industries have you been tapping into and that you're really gonna kind of hone into uh, you're giving a lot of love to the pdr industry <laughs> <laughs> well we we came at it from the 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 pdr end of it so but we've really expanded our paint and body the wheel repair glass repair and window tint and then next up is coming into interiors and full-on auto detailing so difficult I was going to say, is it difficult getting information for these 
um, because you're so, I don't want to say PDR focused, but obviously, like you said, there are a bunch of dent guys. Is it harder to <laughs> kind of like tap into these other ones? Uh, other um, it's, it's not that it's so hard to tap into them. It's uh, one of the things that made us so great in the PDR end is we spoke PDR technician. And then we learned to relay PDR technician to computer guy. And it's learning to do paint touch-up to computer guy, you know, or actually paint touch-up to dent guy to computer guy, glass repair to dent guy to computer guy. And it's, so it's making sure that it maintains that same user-friendly feel to it and understanding of, of how the technician does the job out in the real world. And we've really gone straight to companies that specialize in those and worked with them. So that's, and paint and body, I mean, that come about, you can now write a full, complete conventional estimate. And that come about as more and more of our paint touch-up users were like, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. And so it just kept growing. And then glass repair come in. The wheel repair stuff keeps getting refined and trimmed just from our wheel users calling us up. Same as PDR. I need this. I need this. And I know... A lot of guys get tired of hearing the, the it's on the list, but there's truly a list <laughs> and it's on the list. And, and we have to keep a careful balance of, of where that list is and what it does. So. Hmm. I know the overall picture of, uh, you know, why you guys created Mobile Tech RX have changed over the years. You know, what is your your big plan now? that you guys touched into other markets and some of the features that you probably have on that whiteboard. I mean, what is as a software company, you know, what is your overall big giant or big goal? If you have one, uh, our last goal right now is to just get the last of the services in, um, you know, our interior, the detailing, and then from there on out, it's just continuous refinement. Um, we're going to see the ability to take the credit cards right within the app here very soon. Uh, that's probably going to happen right about the same time as interior and detailing comes in. So we have things like that. And then it's just a continuous improvement as we keep going down the line of all of the services, not just paintless dent repair. Um, it's every, every aspect of the services. We're going to see a lot more uh, integration. I saw a question come by. Here that asks about if we're compatible with uh, CCC1, Autotex, and Mitchell to input estimates. Not directly. Um, right now, we have partnered with a company called Estify, and you can have your Mobile Tech RX converted into a CCC format and, and be able to upload that into CCC. Um, right now, that that is the only that's an additional charge. Uh, Estify has a bill on that. We're running that from Mobile Tech you know, to, from you, the user of mobile tech, uh, to Estify to do that conversion. Uh, there will be refinements in that. We're going to see a, a lot more where we just get in and just keep detailing the RNI screen. We know is not got nearly enough. So that's got to get expanded, you know, almost a thousand percent. Uh, we'll keep refining the, the price dent, the hail setups, uh, keep cleaning up subcontractor make it a little bit faster and easier for companies to link individual companies linked together um uh, something that's really becoming really popular in the wholesale is the packages more and more pdr companies are joining with interior and paint touch-up companies and offering package services so we're obviously going to be creating the package services within inside of mobile tech rx Nice. That's very interesting. I mean, and we we've talked about even just on the show networking with local technicians. Yeah. Um, now you're going to actually be able to partner up with local businesses that perform other services. Yeah. And right now we have um, several that are together, and they all have their mobile tech RX accounts and subcontract for each other. Uh, and we're working with them as they're they're building package deals and trying to make sure that we can refine and make sure that it it makes sense and simple and fast. So. And then and also accepting payments now within mobile tech. I mean that seems Perfect. huge. It's going to be very all encompassing, you know, an all encompassing software. Um, this is really all you're going to need, you know, to to run your business. 
yeah, we've come a long way from a simple estimating <laughs> app uh, to small business software. Uh, with a touch of business management, we never thought we would <laughs> go down that, but the ability to create your monthly statements, um, track your payroll, er everything that you can do inside of Mobile Tech RX. Yeah, it's grown so, so much bigger. And, and, Throughout this evolution, uh, what now? What's the big picture? What's the overall? I mean, what's the yeah. at the top of that list? What's that goal? You guys going after QuickBooks or, or what? <laughs> Intel, no, we'll, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll never we'll never go down that. It's just to be the best uh, that we can possibly be and be the best for our users. Um, everybody loves the 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 thought of integration. But uh, if that happens, it'll happen. Right now, we just want to keep making Mobile Tech RX better. So, well, I've, I have two kind of requests, and, and I, I, hopefully, you can touch on this because uh, Matt uh, really uh, made a comment on it. He says, integrating calendar. I really don't think it's that hard to just roll down <laughs> to estimate, put a time in, and then you just put like on your Google Maps or on your, you know, mapping system, you know, whatever your calendar <laughs> is. Like, that is, I don't know. I'm, I'm. That's uh, that's a huge request, and yeah. we've gone, we've we've gone down the road onto it, and it just keeps getting, uh, it it just keeps getting deeper and deeper level. You know, it's it's all the way from being able to put it on the calendar to sending out automated text messages and emails and reminders and and uh, so yeah, we've got some really neat calendar calendar ideas and uh we're hoping i don't know if those are going to start into programming this year though but we wow. we really have some really killer killer connections and setups on the calendars that we are, we're hoping to get get done but we got a lot of a lot of stuff that we want to get through yet this year and then um i noticed with quickbooks the one thing i really like is you know you got the online pay so if you do do the credit card transaction i normally just send the customers they can pick up the car whenever um, they can just pay uh, at the comfort of their house or while they're on the way to pick up their car. But the one thing I like is I can see when they open the email. Is that a request that you've had? I mean, does it sound yes, like... Yes, actually, I, I think that is one of them that's being worked on as well already. Okay. So to make that, that open. Right now, um, in an absolute emergency, our guys can look back and see... Uh, on the tech support line, but uh, we are going to make it available. And I thought I saw posting through as I try to understand a little bit of what our developers talk, as I see their stuff go through every, every once in a while, there's an English word that I know. And uh, I, so I know that that is, that is in there and being refined and, and cleaned up. So, and then there's going to be um, some stuff that shows like in your, yeah, it'll have a marker that'll display if that that email has been read and and received. Yeah, because I know Dave, he gets pictures in, right, Dave? And then you just you actually put all their information in Mobile Tech RX, just like that, and he mails it to you know emails it back to the customer. You know, for every estimate, I know you would love if the customer opened up. <laughs> <laughs> to see if they yes. received it, right? To know to get that feedback, and yeah, you're not the only one that that wants that feedback. So yeah, that that will happen. Again, that goes back with uh, we want to get these last last of the services in the last two services, and uh, are actually three. We're probably going to do a paint protection film service as well. The request for that and the market that has changed on that so dramatically. I mean that that market has really grown up huge. So um, it's going to have its own category inside of Mobile Tech RX, nice. and once we have all of those those in there, then it just comes down to refinements um, items where it's like the calendar, um, making sure that the credit card payments, refining a second level onto the the receiving payments, making sure that that feedback you know you get the feedback every time you send off the email as to when it was opened, if it was opened by a specific person at the at the corporate. Um, all, all of those things there it's, yeah, the list is, is, is huge. It's, it's single spaced in five pages. So, uh, so we may have touched on this, but you know, the mobile tech RX team, you know, what determines the next 
big feature to roll out? Is it just completely just people just asking about it? Is some analytics? User demand. Okay. Yep. User demand. Put that input at. Where's the best place? (laughs) Most put it in right on our our on Facebook. You know, it's like, hey, I want this. I want this. Or they've they've called in, and uh, we keep kind of a running list going of what is out there, who wants what. Um, and, and highly popular, you know, the, even it, we even accept the hate mail, you know, I don't like the fact that this is gray now and I want it to be blue. And, and then you get like 80, 80 some people call you up within a week saying, Hey, I want this to be blue. You start thinking, mm, maybe that needs to be blue, <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah, that user feedback is, is really important and, uh, it, it makes it. It, ultimately, it really makes it easy. When the large majority of people that contact you want something specific, there's it's a really good sign that the people that aren't contacting you probably would like that as well. Nice. Now, um, Jonathan says, uh, will interiors or will you try to implement any type of boat vin, uh, vins? Um. I don't know about boats. We haven't we haven't discussed that, but I'm sure if we get into detailing, boats are probably going to be right up in there. That's a big money ticket, and um, I'll I'll bring that up. Boats is something we haven't talked about. I know we're discussing motorcycles and getting it, having all the motorcycle stuff in there. Yeah, that that would be so, nice. Yeah, for sure. I mean, right now you can manually input your boat information just like they they do the motorcycle stuff, but uh, yeah, we haven't. I'll bring it down. I'll put it on the list. (laughs) (laughs) So you talk about this Facebook group. I know about it, but maybe the viewers don't know about it. Can you want to elaborate a little bit more on the Facebook chat uh, group that you guys have? Um, Yeah, we've got a a feedback group that is strictly for mobile tech RX users where uh, they're coming in and giving us information. Um, complaints, happy thoughts, any, anything, any user input. Um, You guys are out in the field. You know, when I was in the field, I had my own list of things that I wanted and, and things that I needed. But if you're in the field on a different service, even we need that feedback from you to understand whether we're going the right direction. um, Make sure that things are, things are good. So if someone that does have is in the field, uh, and, you know, we have touched on this, but if someone's in the field and they do want to uh, offer a suggestion, uh, the best way would be to Facebook group uh, or Facebook call. group or, or actually just email it in. Email it in. Yeah. Once um, it's in writing, then our guys can copy and paste it over another page a little bit faster. Yeah. And I know a lot of technicians probably and I, and I know myself as well. I was like, oh, I know that I know they'll get to it. Uh, but it may not be on the, you know, I don't know if it's on the list and I know that list is big. Um, but you know, I, I just, I feel that, um, you know, having technicians, technicians feel comfortable, uh, with offering feedback. Like it's actually wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we love the, love the feedback. So, and I also saw somebody asking about photos for x-ray stuff. You can send that straight into photos at mobiletechrx.com. And same What's that? You would need the year make and model. You don't want to. Yeah, we'll need the year make model and and the picture of the back of the panel. Uh, not too long ago, a user got a hold of me as a joke and sent me the backside of a quarter panel on a McLaren. Um, so yeah, that's going to be in the in there. And the rare chance you need to pull the quarter panel off a of McLaren. <laughs> <laughs> There's a photo of that. But you can send those to photos. Um, you can send your feedback, uh, things that you want, things that you don't want, to either the help at mobiletechrx.com or photos at mobiletechrx or feedback at mobiletech. Anything going to a name and at mobiletechrx is coming to mobiletechrx. So. Perfect. All right, so last question I have um, is, uh, let me see. Okay. Um, if someone was on the fence about signing up for your app or software, let's <laughs> terminology, right? Uh, what are some details and features that uh, would kind of persuade them to, to sign up? Like what? It- well, it um, kind of a loaded question. Cause we've got a, a lot of, a <laughs> lot of services that we offer. So depending upon your needs, um, if you are a, uh, a route tech, 
you know, and you only handle your wholesale accounts, being able to preset that pricing all inside there for your accounts, how you handle it, keeping track, sending off that statement, uh, keeping track of all of the invoicing that you're doing into the system. Things like that are really going to help keep your world cleaner. Um, husband and wife teams, we've been called the marriage counselors before because there's no more missing paperwork when you're trying to handle the lot. You know, the the wind never blows the tablet away, you know, but it does blows does blow away that third sheet off of your your triple triple sheet. If you're a hail tech, the amount of information available to you for the services that you offer is just unbelievable. Uh, inside the system. If you are a retail PDR shop, the, the price of dent along with the hail end of it and the amount of data to change your pricing as well as legitimize a higher price than what you would normally have spit out of your mouth uh, just as a random number, uh, that has just made a world of difference. The R and I for everything that we do. Um, in the world of app-based estimating systems, we had one of the cleanest RNI systems uh, put in first, mm-hmm. and it, it it guys told us it was like a huge changing event, even for Dordent guys, because then they started getting paid to pull a trim panel off that they always had to take off. You know, oh, I'll charge fifteen bucks because I don't know what it's worth, and now they now they find they can get an hour's worth of of body labor onto that. Paint touch-up, guys, the amount of data available to you in different pricing structures and the things that you have, along with those R&Is. If you've taken that bumper cover off to repair that bumper cover in any format, uh, headlight polishing, you know, and being able to mask off and, and get paid for everything that you do into there. Uh, window tent, the the tracking and keeping track of, of adding the tent and the way your billing is. And that is the other thing across all of these is consistency in your billing. Mm-hmm. I love it. Which is something that most people don't really think about, but it truly, you know, the public talks. You know, if we went in and we offered half of our users uh 80% discount, word would get out about that very quickly. Mm-hmm. But we're consistent in our pricing of our our cost for the app. But when we're shooting prices out of our head to fix cars, people talk. And if you're dealing with car lots, and we've all seen manager move from car lot A to car lot B, and if you have a different pricing structure and you're inconsistent on that, uh, word gets about, and then they they just try to manipulate you. And, and always try to, everybody tries to work you to the lowest thing they've ever heard you charge. Well, using something like Mobile Tech RX, it allows you to keep at a consistent price and the device becomes the bad guy. Mm -hmm. And this device is never a bad guy to John and Jane Q public. It can't be. It's where they get their news. It's where they get their opinion. Their opinion comes in this and gets beamed into their head. And then they spill it back out on Facebook later. So that when, when that price comes from that same device, it changes the dynamic of everything. I, I think it's a great explanation. Great explanation. And uh, I guess my last thing, and I just kind of want to go off at the tail end of what you just said. Um, how are you helping technicians kind of uh, articulate if their pricing was a certain price and now they have the software with this device going up to a manager, going up to an owner of a shop? How are um, how can they articulate, hey, it's the software or it's the device's issue um, rather than how do you like do that transition? Uh, honestly, I'm going to roll this one back to what I learned from Dave Shalott. Um, Dave Shalott, a, a very smart man, uh, always a lot of fun to hang out with. But he he gave an explanation of when you're going in and it's like, look, the industry is changing. The automobiles are changing. Everything is changing. My price structure has to change to follow suit. Uh, and if you're just now moving into a system like Mobile Tech or X, be like, I'm going to move into electronic pricing. My prices are going to go up, you know, X percentile. Um, and in, in Dave's case, I think what he was shooting was he talks like two and a half percent or something uh, uh, about the same as inflation uh, yearly. And if you're dealing with a wholesale account, that's really easy to do. 
but also something to remember and that's very difficult for us technicians and this doesn't this is regardless of the field that you're in if you're working on cars we like to throw we're whole numbers guys yeah you know guys and gals we're like 75 80 you know but man you tell somebody 77 59 and they're like uh uh yeah that they already might agree yeah it it changes that dynamic you went from 75 dollars to 77 dollars and 59 cents and they the question's gone they they you know, the mind doesn't of uh, the consumer just doesn't wrap around trying to change that. Mm-hmm. It, it, and you can do that. It, that's not something pe- most people can do in their heads, but it's something you can do with software. Mm-hmm. I think and, that's a great explanation. Definitely. Great explanation. I owe that to Dave Shalott. I, I can't <laughs> take the credit. Dave, <laughs> Dave is a phenomenal guy. I know he's here from, he's from Chicago here and I've, I've met Dave a couple of times. And I've, I've had a chance to speak with him. Uh, like you said, great guy to hang out with, great guy to talk to. Um, very smart yeah. as well. Uh, and I think that is a great response and that does help kind of, you know, it, like you said, it, we are technicians and it's hard sometimes to kind of articulate these things. Yep. Um, I know I have an issue sometimes with trying to get my prices across uh, or justify the prices. Um, it's a lot easier to do math off of 80 or 75 or 100, those nice whole numbers, yeah. than it is to do uh, when you have a couple cents at the end. Um, so I think that was a great explanation. Well, and sometimes as as you're repairing a car, and this is where I go back to the R&I screen, you're not, when you put all the numbers in there and you're like, ah, I really wanted it to be a bit more than that. But now you got all these other things that you can charge for, you know, the miscellaneous page and you can charge for your glue sticks. You know, you can have a little bit there. R&I, you know, oh, well, I was taking it apart anyway, but now I can add that. But also by doing that, you shift some of the money straight off of the panel. And then you make a multi-line estimate out of it. And the bottom line, you're still getting what you want and you are doing all of the work. So you might as well get paid for all of those steps. I agree. I have one question I thought about. Well, one more <laughs> question. <laughs> You've just got off that kind of hail trail um, or beca- being more of a technician. You know, what do you see the percentage of guys actually using your app and, you know, not using your app or maybe going, maybe we can talk about like who uses maybe something else, but really just, I still know guys that don't use your app. Um, <laughs> almost around like, 25% of the people that I do know push, they do not use your app. So are you seeing that or is there 25% more people that you need, you can capture or it's a lot? Oh, longer? absolutely. Okay. Um, when it comes to the number of people in reconditioning, automotive reconditioning, which is our, our target market, um, we're not really out to market to body shops or anything like that. We're in the automotive reconditioning or estimators. You know, th- those are our core group of, of people that are going to be for Mobile Tech RX. And when we talk paintless dent repair, I once saw a statistic that said roughly 10 to 15 percent of people in any given thing are on social media. So if we follow that into paintless dent repair, that puts us at in the realm of 20 to 30,000 paintless dent repair technicians. Um, If we follow that, those same numbers to what we see on Facebook and Facebook groups, that sort of stuff. And the number of technicians, well, then that's, that's, we're just a drop in the bucket. Then right now we've got a long, long road to, to go. And now we're throwing in paint touch up, wheel repair Mm -hmm. and um that's some of those companies are huge we've talked with some paint touch-up companies and rim repair companies that have upwards of 40 and 50 employees nice so there's some really big companies out there in these other industries and they're they're huge so the what do we have maybe a pool 100 plus thousand technicians in smart repair um and then when you go down the line of adjusters and guys in the field that make their living from estimates, you know, how many more is that? So we've got a, in our opinion, we've got a long way to push and we're still going for it. And that's getting that word out and make sure people are seeing it. And Well, we're trying to do our part with that. <laughs> and we appreciate it. <laughs> and we appreciate you for coming on and explaining everything about the software uh, once again. And, you know, helping our viewers kind of, and our listeners 
get a good grasp of what you're able to offer and how much of a great deal that this application uh, really is and how much it will benefit uh, themselves and their business. Um, if you would want to either plug yourself or where they can contact Mobile Tech uh, RX themselves, uh, just go ahead and do a little plug. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Sweet. I'm really good at that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So uh, you can find us on mobiletechrx.com. Um, and uh, Google Mobile Tech RX. Uh, in Facebook, just search out Mobile Tech RX. On YouTube, just look for Mobile Tech RX. I'm running a theme here. It's just like Mobile <laughs> Tech RX. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, Mobile Tech yeah. But yeah, um, and you can find us there. There's there's videos, there's webinars on each of those. Uh, Facebook, you can interact with us. Myself, personally, John Renstrom. You can find me, friend me. On Facebook, um, tell me you love me, tell me you hate me. Uh, you know, one one way or another, each one is not bad to hear, depending upon the day and how my day started. So, and what level of coffee in my system. <laughs> but uh, it no, it's it's great. You can find us on Facebook. It's really easy. I keep Facebook on a, a screen here on one computer screen pretty much all day. So I try to catch anything, anybody that has any questions. Uh, it's a real fast, easy way. If you are using the software and you have questions, if you're on the phone, if you go into the info section, there's our phone number with the little phone icon. If you just tap it, it'll dial your phone and call us. Uh, on the email address, if you see that within the app on tablets and phones, if you tap that, it'll open the email and you can send us an email right from the device. So if you need that, it's help at mobiletechrx.com, uh, photos at mobiletechrx.com, john at mobiletechrx.com. I mean, it's it's a, it's an easy theme to remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, before we head out, please, uh, if you can, go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. And we got to say uh, thank you to the sponsors that allow us to put on the show, which one of the sponsors is Mobile Tech RX. <laughs> Um, and you know, we have blim tools and dentcraft tools guys. If you want to support the show and this feedback has been very informative, please, um, you know, click on the links for our sponsors and, uh, let them earn your business, please. Um, that's it. Uh, Dave, do you want to say anything, John, before we head out? I just want to uh, say just, thanks guys. And thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you taking the time for, uh, Sharing all your knowledge. Uh, I know this is after hours. You know, you're not that eight to five type employee. So I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I still do a nine and a half hour day. I've been doing it for so many years. I don't know how to stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. Um, please, guys, we appreciate the feedback and, and love the support. So thank you guys for jumping on and, and, and being a part of this live show. Uh, that is it. No one else need that. That's it, guys. All right. We'll see you guys on the next show. Peace. See Bye. <laughs>